we go from uh, someone pointing something out to where uh, that we've done wrong and we start internalizing it and it becomes an identity. And I think it's so important to think clearly about this so we don't allow our wrongdoing to become our identity. Welcome to Switching Lenses, a podcast that attempts to break down cultural assumptions and then view those from a biblical lens. I'm Josh Phillips, joined here by Shane Skirvin. Shane, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great, Josh. It's good to be here. Awesome. Good, good, good. Well, here we are, episode two. Yeah. They didn't shut us down. We're here. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. We decided, hey, you know, we, we made a podcast. We made a first episode. Mm-hmm. We had this crazy idea. Why don't we do another one? And, and, and not only just do another one, but how about we have it within the same subject matter as the first one and call it episode two? A continuation. Yeah. Why don't more people do this? Why do people just stop after one? I don't know. Okay. All right. Now we're, we're going to be serious. We're quit the joking here. Okay. So we're here at Switching Lenses. You can reach us on Twitter at Lenses Switching. That's contrary to what I said last time. I had the wrong Twitter handle. The correct one is at Lenses Switching. I wish it was the other way around the name of our podcast, but it's not. So, <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and start today. Let's talk about today. Today in this episode, we wanted to discuss the idea that us as humanity, we mess up sometimes. It happens, right? How do we typically react to our wrongdoing, and how do others react to it? These opposing reactions, they they tend to create an imbalance in our sense of justice, which should be a real problem that deserves serious reflection. Okay, so that's where where we're headed today. So let's start off this idea. We're talking about this idea of of doing something wrong. Now, Shane, I realize, I know this doesn't apply to you. Um, You never mess up. (laughs) But but to the rest of us, we, we make mistakes sometimes. Uh, we say something we shouldn't say. We do something we shouldn't do. We make somebody mad. I know this is foreign to you, but um, <laughs> it happens to the rest of us. It's a real problem we have here. But but but, 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 it, but it happens a lot. We, we we all we all make mistakes, and we all made various mistakes to all different kinds of people, right? Right. I mean, yes. we, yeah. We have anything from you know making your parents mad. For some reason, criminal for infractions. Yeah, definitely criminal infractions for sure. Um, at work, yeah. Even though, I, oh, employee employer uh, yeah. relations. Yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't always go smoothly. Really, there's there's the occasional problem at work. Yeah, people not getting along, boss angering the, the workers, vice versa. That sounds like a podcast, a separate podcast. Maybe, yeah, maybe podcast. so, maybe so, yeah. And then just and then too, just general social interaction with everybody. Um, yeah, yeah, between between people uh, from different backgrounds, yeah, different uh, social economic groups. Yeah, yeah. it also yeah. doesn't even matter. Just just. We, we, we make mistakes. We, we, we do something. It upsets somebody. You know, it, it, it just happens, right? Right, James? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That may, that's part of the, one of the defining characteristics of the human condition, right? I mean, yeah, you can't sure. hardly uh, think of humans and anything that we do without addressing where we fall short. Yeah. It, it's really hard for us to look at our world today. My goodness, go look at the news. You just have to sit there for five minutes and realize, wow, we have a serious problem. Yeah. Really yeah. serious problem. Okay, so Shane, I want to throw something at you here. Yeah. So here we go. Tell me what you think. Is this perfectly reasonable that if we mess up, we do something wrong, and somebody points that out to us and says, hey, you know what? Uh, you shouldn't have done that. That was a mistake. Um, that potentially could cause this problem maybe for you uh it could cause a problem for somebody else it could cause a problem for a big group of people um you really shouldn't do that 
Now, isn't it perfectly reasonable that somebody could say, you know what, you're right, that, that's, that, that is a problem. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for pointing this out. And, you know, I've, I've created a problem now, but man, I really, now that you pointed it out, that might prevent some future problems. Wouldn't that be a reasonable reaction when somebody creates a wrongdoing of some kind and it's pointed out by somebody else? Is that reasonable? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, well, I mean... <laughs> you... I didn't say is it realistic. <laughs> I said is it reasonable? Yeah, I mean, that that is what... I mean, if you're looking from a purely uh, materialistic or evolutionist standpoint, that's exactly... Because we would view... Uh, all of our interactions with other people would be viewed through a lens of they're either rivals or they're allies. And if someone's pointing out your blind spot, which all humans have blind spots, um, you would, uh, if they pointed it out to you, they're not going to use that blind spot to take advantage of you. Right. So you would be like, oh, thank you for pointing that out. I didn't see that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, that that's what you would, that's how you, you would reasonably assume that that's how we handle stuff, but that's not how we handle stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, that's not realistic, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. It's not, which, which is interesting, it brings us to our next point here. <clears throat> when we, when we make these mistakes, it's, it's interesting. Um, there, okay, just to be fair, maybe there are those, there are those cases where sometimes we say we have that kind of maturity, we have that sort of, I guess, emotional, spiritual maturity where we would say, oh, you know what, you're right, I messed up. Okay, so I'm not going to say that that never happens, but that's definitely the exception. Yeah. I, wouldn't you agree? That's yeah. more than likely. The vast majority of the time we internalize, we internalize that criticism. Right, yes. Then it, started, it starts to affect our self-esteem. We go from... Uh, someone pointing something out to where uh, that we've done wrong and we start internalizing it and it becomes an identity. And I think it's so important to think clearly about this so uh, we don't allow our wrongdoing to become our identity, right? right. It's something that we can separate and deal with. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah we, we definitely internalize that for sure. So it seems that the typical reaction really is we tend to have these sort of, we, we tend to sometimes like fire back in some sense. We sort of have a defense mechanism or maybe, <laughs> maybe a coping mechanism when wrong is, when we, when we do something wrong and somebody points it out, it seems to be that way, right? Wait, are you pointing at me saying this? I, I, this <laughs> I, yeah, no, I definitely, um, uh, yes, I, I think without, it's so natural, it just comes up from the subconscious to have a defense or coping mechanism. I have kids, you have kids. Um, I certainly didn't teach them that, but from an early age, as soon as they could communicate with others, uh, they were being defensive, you know, when, when faced with wrongdoing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we definitely all do this for sure, I would say. Um, I know for me, just kind of a ridiculous sort of story for me is that it's weird. Like sitting here in this moment right now, I can sit here and say, you know, for police, for instance, Police are they're out there trying to do their job. They make mistakes and whatnot. Yeah, sure, but um, they're out there. I don't have any ill will towards them overall, aside from the bad apples, of course. But yeah. Um, but in that moment, when I get pulled over, and as as much as I want to hold it together and keep that same mentality, that same mindset, and say, you know what, I was speeding. <laughs> yeah, but before before the cop gets up there, before he gets to my car, yep, I was speeding. That's right. I'm probably going to get a ticket from this, more than likely. And if I do, I should not be upset by this because I was wrong. And this is just a natural consequence of messing up. But for some reason, um, it seems every time 
makes it sound like I've got pulled over a lot. I really don't. But <laughs> the times that I have, just for some reason, I just I cannot get myself to do this. He, I get that ticket. He writes it to me. And I, well, before that, I'm actually hoping that it doesn't happen. And so I'm, I'm still actually under control then. But then he writes it to me. And instantly, it's, it's, I know I have no poker face at this point. It's all over me. Like, I'm so angry that I got a ticket. And as bad as I want to sit there and say, Josh, you messed up. You were completely 100% in the wrong. He has every right to give you that ticket. You knew the speed limit. You were going over it. You broke the law, plain and simple. But I just cannot get that in my mind. I cannot make myself say, just, just be okay with that. And just be at peace with that. I just see like, oh, that cop. I, I, not, I, I really try hard not to do this. Because I hear people do this all the time. I, will, I try really hard, and I don't. But the whole excuse of, why isn't he out there going getting the real murder, the real criminals out there, the murderers and the robbers and all this stuff? Why are they pulling people over? Well, I see it now. I think that all the time. Like, uh, I, I, I you, you actually fight that tendency? I, uh... No, I won't say it. I won't. Say it. <laughs> I won't think it, and I won't say it. <laughs> but I don't, I don't say that. But my attitude is, is even though I'm not saying that my attitude is not very good, I'm still upset at this cop. Uh, I, I should be able to just recognize I did something wrong. Go plan on paying the ticket or handling it in whatever fashion I need to and just go on about my day. But I just cannot let it go. It just sits in the back of my head, at least for that, the rest of that, um, that, that day until I go to sleep. And sometimes it goes to the next morning too. But I don't know. I just, I just can't seem to let it slide sometimes. So I don't know. That's just kind of one example with me about how I know I, 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 as hard as I try not to, I do kind of have my sort of defense mechanisms too when I mess up. Well, you know, in, in, I mean, we can go from the individual uh, defense mechanisms when we're faced with um, an authority figure and um, our uh, shortcomings. But I I think it's really important to look. So if we back that up and we take a bigger view, look at, in our Western Western culture, our worst uh, villains in history. People typically would say Nazis, right? That's that's everybody's go-to. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, <laughs> right? the yeah, that's like the every, symbol every, of the worst. Time, yeah, every time we're yeah we're trying to make a point about. Somebody doing something bad or terrible, it's always Hitler. Yeah. So yeah, he, he represents. No, yeah. Yeah. No, so he represents that. And I, I think of one thing that was fascinating is reading about how when he started World War II in the invasion of Poland, uh, he uh, made great effort to set up an elaborate ruse where he dressed up uh, criminals in Polish, uh, German criminals in Polish uniforms to stage a. Uh, uh, the Polish government doing a uh, provoking the right, Nazis, right. yeah, to, to, to stage, yeah, 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 and he he sought at a great effort. He sought a, a pretext for the for the wider war, uh. which you think if he was really, I mean, it, it, even the worst of us still make great effort to try to to say why we're doing something. We we seek a, a yeah a, yeah a, a pretext before we do something, and and to me, I think that's really telling that that's how we're made, right? That's really profound, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, even, again, like you said, one of the worst individuals even looked for a reason. A justification. A ju- yeah, a justification yeah. for what he was doing. And Stalin did the same thing. Stalin, oh, really? before he um, before he starved millions of Ukrainians um, uh, to death on the eve of World War II, uh, he blamed it on them. He blamed it on them, th- their uh, restless attitude, their them being lazy, you know, not uh, not wanting to work. Wow. But he blamed their, the millions starving. Um, uh, on the Ukrainian people themselves. So, I, you know, I think it's really telling to see how, whether it's, like you say, 
um, yourself with uh, getting a ticket, yeah. or if we go to Nazis or to Stalin, um, justification and pretext. I mean, that is written in, yeah. in human DNA. That's probably something we don't really pay attention to a lot. A lot, a lot of times, we might hear um, a horrible story about somebody um, doing something just grotesque and terrible. I mean, Stalin, Hitler, for sure, uh, lead the top of that board. But we have sometimes focus on the act of what's what's so wrong. And we might hear we might hear them come up with some sort of reasoning behind doing it, but our, our probably our first thought is, oh yeah, whatever, you're lying, you're just trying to cover up for this. But we never think we never think about that. Well, wait a second, why are they even trying to give an explanation? We we see these as the most evil people, evil incarnate sometimes. What we think of these people, but here they are trying to justify. They're still, I mean. <laughs> You, you, you just never think they're going to try to justify their actions. but Well, yeah. We, I mean, we're looking at whether their evidence they give is good or not without realizing why are they giving any evidence at all. A tiger does not give evidence why he takes his prey, right? Exactly. He's hungry. He just right. takes it. But we, before we uh, uh, do anything, we always say, well, why we did it or we justify when right. we're caught. And, and if we're justifying... Legitimate, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if we're justifying when we got caught to other people... We have already had that conversation within ourselves to be doing it in the first place. Right. Every every action that we do is generally st- right. Uh, I mean, starts with a thought. Right. And so we've already had an internal dialogue of why we're doing it. Yeah. You know. And sure. so uh, and then and then of course if we're caught or we're forced to make a justification, then we will to we'll make an appeal uh, to other people. So I you know I I think it's fascinating to see uh, why we do that at all. Yeah. Definitely for sure. I know, like you said, like we're saying we, we we all we all do this. We all make these mistakes. Um, I think it's real easy sometimes, as you know, being both of us being married and whatnot. Oh you know, yeah, are, yeah. It's it's real easy. It's real easy sometimes <laughs> to uh, dig your heels in whenever your wife calls you out on something, and you know, we'll we'll pull to anything we can to to, to make ourselves like. In, in the in the right, like I'm, I am not wrong on this, or or at least I'm less wrong than it appears. Okay, I caught myself. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. yeah. I, I caught myself um, the other day when uh, my wife uh, noticed I was doing something wrong, and I used every justification. I started out kind of strong, and then as she course, as, yeah. she, as she as she peeled back the layers, and it got flimsier and flimsier. In my defense, <laughs> I was I was clinging to like a shri- uh, uh, sh- uh, blade of grass at the yeah. at the end, trying to defend myself, but then. When all that was stripped away, and I was honest, and uh, it's actually profoundly uncomfortable to sit with your wrongdoing with nothing in between you and your wrongdoing. It's actually very uncomfortable. And I think that's one of the things that justification, when we have uh, defense mechanisms, it shields us from the full ramifications of what we do. Sometimes it's good just to sit with our absolute wrongdoing with no excuses because you can really see clearly uh, what wrong you know you, you mm-hmm. when, when we can run from shame so far that we don't realize it, it, this is the way we're made we should be very uncomfortable when we do something wrong yeah yeah and we are i mean I and mean, then that's basically what we're saying here is that yeah it's uh we're we we come up with these mechanisms because it's yeah. so uncomfortable yes to sit, sit there like you said alone, profoundly sit there alone with your wrongdoing and just accept it and deal with it yeah oh uh, there's just something in us that shows such resistance. It tears at our identity. It tears at the very core of our identity, and yeah. we know it. So we'll do anything we can to get away from it. Yeah. Because then, because we realize what the terrible dilemma we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Which goes back to what we're saying. Like, I mean, it, it's weird, isn't it? That like, if, if somebody points out a wrongdoing, 
We're not always exactly looking for a correction of it. We're more so, like you said, it's 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 going after our identity, and that's we're we're more concerned with our, like you said, our own yeah. identity, and we internalize it so much that um, we we completely miss correction and um, some sometimes consequence. Yeah, we can, yeah. we can avoid that. So, but um, so, like, so our next point here is sort of what does like uh, our culture, what does our culture say about how do, how do they react to um, and of course, we'd have to kind of specify here a little bit. How does the culture react to our wrongdoing? You know, so um, we we live in a very interesting culture today, right? With uh, yeah. the social justice culture, yeah. For instance, um, that, again, we could cite multiple different examples here, but there's we have certain groups of people that, I mean, there's really kind of I guess a, a range here, a, a scale of how people would react, what kind of consequences, but we definitely have a culture that can really be, in some cases, really very malicious yeah, yeah. towards your wrongdoing, right? Yeah. I mean, um, to nowadays it seems like people are willing to it, to d- totally destroy your reputation. Uh, can we talk on the, on the last podcast a little bit about um, maybe losing your career, your entire career, not just the job that you're at, but like destroy your career? Um so it, in some ways, it's kind of a little, I don't, I'm not trying to defend it here, but it's kind of understandable sometimes when people can be really malicious that we kind of go on the defensive sometimes. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, kind of? yeah, because we, we think even if, we, uh, even if we're in the wrong, they want to uh, destroy us yeah. rather than, you know, so we think we have no other option but to defend because, uh, you know, the stakes are so high that we feel like it's like what you were saying. It, it's if we let the wrongdoing affect our identity, and I, I think rightfully so. I, I think there's a part of us that realizes this this could be the end of us, right? Yeah. If we if we admit, you know, no one wants to take what we do wrong and say, okay, that's what I am to identify with that wrongdoing. All of us want to separate us from that debt and get away from it. Yeah, you know, whether you pay for it, whether you're it's it's forgiven, which means the person that you did it pay for it. either way someone's got to pay for it right so it's either the person's forgiving you they're forgiving your debt so that means they're paying for it or your um or your um you're gonna pay for it but either way someone's got to pay for that debt and i think that causes a great deal of uncomfortableness as it should right yeah i mean yeah. we're talking about there should be a if you lose you know if the only other alternative is to lose shame you lose too much then, then what separates us from an animalistic view of the world, True. right? Just yeah. living by pure appetite. Yeah. And then there is no shame. But I think that's one of the, what, that's one of the greatness of humans is that we do feel shame, that there is some, this feeling of right and wrong, that there is this feeling of a debt that we owe. That, I mean, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the fabric of a civilization. And humans can't live alone, right? right. We, we are irredeemably, as Aristotle says, we are irredeemably social animals. Yeah, we definitely. need each other. Yeah. It's so not- we're, we're literally talking about how do, you, how, do you, how do you interact with other people? Because you're, you're, you're going to hurt each other. Right. You're going to cause harm to each other. And so it's, it, it takes some time to think through what does it look like to when I've wronged someone or someone wrongs me, how do we handle that, right? Right. There, there has to be a conversation about and And not just with another person, but how do we handle that when it's inside? Right. So, so you know, I, I think these are actually pretty profound questions that point to um, uh, pretty de- well the deepest truths that we can believe about humans, right? Right. Yeah. You kind of leave me by my question here a little bit. So, so I've got one for you, Shane. I'll okay. Serve it up here for you. So, 
So when we do something wrong, mm-hmm. okay, do we react to our, wrong, our wrongdoing? Do we react to our wrongdoing simply because of the act itself? In other words, do we kind of internalize it? Or do we only react because we're met with some kind of opposition from somebody else? Like somebody's pointed out the mistake. So where does what is the really the origin of our reaction to when we when we mess up is it because we because we recognize within ourselves that we did something wrong or does it more tend to be uh oh somebody pointed it out and um they're 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 aware of this now and now there might be consequences because of it well i'm not trying to cheat on this answer but i definitely think it's both Okay. I mean, I, th- I okay, believe that's fair. You, yeah, that's fair. I think you have to address address. I know from myself, Explain. I have to address uh, both sides of that. I have to address it internally, and then I also have to address it with in reactions with other people. What about what would you say about the average person, though? Oh, I think there. I think it's. I think majority of people um, in our culture. I, I think it's both. I think none none of us can. You know, I, that idea that any of us can can say, um, I don't care what anyone thinks. Yeah. That I'm just my own person. Well, what every movie and song and pop culture tells us it's uh, you know believe in yourself <laughs> but the reality you know it's only only your opinion matters but I, I really noticed that like in my kids uh, little mo- oh, okay I won't, I won't say that company but the movies they watch on television or uh, the movies they watch it's really a lot of individuality and yeah, believe, believe in yourself, yourself. Yeah, follow yeah, your yeah, own yeah, yeah yeah but the reality is all of us seek praise from someone we admire and you know, and I would go so far to say, if if you really think about it, we we all seek that, and really we can't we can't live without it. I know there's the idea that we could go live in some uh, island or cave and not around other people, and sure, some people have attempted that, but the reality is that uh, the vast majority of humans that is is that would be prison, right? It would be a terrible idea. None of us, you know, vast majority of people do not seek that. We seek to be in a harmony and in a community. Mm-hmm. We're made for relationship and community. And so if you don't address um, how you're going to handle wrongdoing or how you're going to think about it, I mean, you'll be greatly diminished. Yeah. Yeah. And- I agree. I totally agree with that. Um, I tend to think that uh, in response to that question, I would say that I agree with you in the sense that it is both. It is internalized and externalized but i do i tend to think that it's mostly externalized at first i think we tend to uh really lash out or <laughs> or, or or defend when some when we do something somebody points it out to us i i think the internalizing comes later i think it t- kind of comes in that maybe that moment of solitude or maybe we're just beat up so much from the anger and the bitterness uh, from that interaction, if, if it got to be that serious, I suppose. But I, I always feel like the internalization comes out comes after that. In, in my opinion, in my view. Well, you know, and one thing I like to point out too is with that is we're making it sound. Sometimes it can be perceived that um, that that's bad that we're trying to justify. But I think that instinct is because we know if we let wrongdoing in to our identity, it will bring it will bring us down. Yeah, you know, I I think part of us know that we need to do, we need to we need to have this debt forgiven. We need to get mm-hmm. away from it. It will destroy us. Yeah. And so, you know, I I do I do want to bring up the positive side of that is all of us want to do something about it. That's why mm-hmm. we're pushing it away from us, right? Yeah. We're looking for someone to take it away from, it, take it off our right. hands, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Yeah. And especially too, like I mean, you keep bringing up identity, and I really feel like in today's culture, at least in the West, identity is a huge thing. 
Like we're, I think so many are so desperately looking for their identity and so desperately looking to assign something to their identity and to identify with and say, this is me, this is me. And we, I mean, is, am I on a limb here saying people get extremely defensive about their identity? If, if they identify in, as something or uh, as a part of something, it's taken very seriously in this culture. Oh yeah, it's this mantra. It's this mantra that that we will find our fulfillment through pursuing our own desire. But if if what what no one's talking about that creates such an individualistic, consumeristic, uh, personal identity. How do we have a community? How do we thrive in a community if everyone's choosing their own ends and and following their own ends yeah. to, to the detriment of the whole? So really, you know, no one has is really looking at, in America, we've created all these endless choices and all these ends we can pursue for our own self-fulfillment. What does that do to family and community, right? right. How, do you, how do you live together in harmony when you're trying to uh, just get your best desire, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, yeah, no I and team, right? Well, I mean, we have to find, I, I think it's really important to find the, the, the identity dilemma has to be addressed both in community and by the individual. Right. It's not one or the other. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and you can make the argument traditional shame and honor cultures crush the individual, right? I mean, we're not saying that it's been uh, perfectly handled. This is a pretty complex, it's pretty complex to look at our broader culture and how they address the individual. You, you, on one side, you have the shame and honor culture that puts the community above all. And then in the West, we seem to have such a reaction to that that we put the individual way beyond the community. There has to be something where the individual is in the community and there's a healthy uh, thriving. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah you're, you're recognizing the problem of individuality. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, when we break this down... And we sum all this up. We're basically saying that if we believe in justice and we're pursuing justice, then that means that the wrongdoing that we have in our lives, that will produce a sense of shame. And that shame will be the byproduct of justice in our own lives. And I think this, the, shame, the shame recognizes two things. Number one, wrong has been done. And number two, a debt is owed because of that. Oh, the English word is uh, you you ought to. It means you owe to. You owe yeah. someone. If you ought to do something, it's because you owe to do it. There, there's a debt that, that should be uh, fulfilled. That's right. Yeah, you're right. The debt must be satisfied and fulfilled. So what do we do with that? How do we reconcile the wrongdoing in our lives? Do we, do we just sweep it under the rug and just sort of pretend like it never happened? If our court systems did that... Anarchy would break out, and we would lose all sense of order and justice in our world. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be complete and utter chaos. Justice must be served in our lives, and we must be saved from our wrongdoing. Now, there is one who has done that for us. There is one who took the burdens of our wrongdoing and put it on his own shoulders. He didn't just, again, sweep another rug or just forget it. A payment was actually paid. A debt was paid for all of our wrongdoing. And that was in the person of Jesus Christ who died on the cross for our sin and paid our debt. Yeah, yeah, right? ab- absolutely. But, uh, you know, to, to me, though, before you, um, you know, because some, sometimes people talk about the debt being paid before they, you know, it's 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 proclaimed that there is, your debt's been paid. And then, you know, sometimes people are, are saying, wait, wait, what debt? 
you know, what, uh, you know, there can be, they don't always tie the sense of shame to the sense of justice. Right. And to um, this this debt of wrongdoing that has to be covered by someone, right? Right. You know, whether it's, uh, you know, someone helping you out by covering your debt or you working your way out of your debt. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think it's really important to tie, excuse me, tie all these things together. Your sense of shame, the, the wrongdoing, the sense of shame, the sense of justice, and then the need for you to be separated from this uh, this debt of wrongdoing. Definitely, definitely. I think you said it all right there, Shane. I think you really tied, put a nice little bow oh, on that. Thank you. That's, yeah, very yeah. nice there. So, well, hey, that's going to wrap us up here for episode two. Thanks for listening in today. Remember, you can always contact us at Lenses Switching on Twitter. You, we, and we always welcome your criticism. Your criticism about the points we made. If you didn't like the audio or don't like my voice, we don't really, <laughs> we don't really care about that. But, but... If there's something you said, like, hey, you know, I disagree with one of the points that you made or something like that. We always welcome your criticism uh, with the hopes of maybe uh, addressing some of these on the show someday and bringing specific questions, specific critiques and addressing them. Yeah. And that's the whole reason to have a dialogue is that we have to human potential is uh, we believe human uh, reach humans reach their highest potential in a community. Right. Right. And so that to be in a community means that we're uh, interacting with each other and creating dialogue to hear from each other. Yeah. I know that's probably the reason, one of the reasons, main reasons why we want to do this is to have that. It's not just us here talking. Hey, everybody listen. Listen to what we have to say. No, it's a a, a back and forth. I know we we both welcome that back and forth. So, like I said, if you ever want to reach us, um, comment, criticism, you can always find us. Again, that Twitter handle is at lenses switching. Well, that's going to do it for us today, Shane. Thank, Shane oh, thanks for coming. Awesome. Thanks, thanks for doing this. great, Josh. Had a lot of fun. And, guys, we'll see you next time.